Welcome to Red Pill University. I'm your host, Joe. I am joined tonight with Mike and James. Class is in session. We have uh, two iterations of uh, Mike tonight, one for video, one for audio. We have learned from our past uh, technical difficulties, and hopefully mm-hmm. this will resolve it. All right. Genius so, chats. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to uh, pop over to our thing. So tonight is all about shit tests or what we call frame tests. They can be comfort tests. Uh, they, it goes in many different terms, but generally they all mean the same thing. All right. Without, oh, now's the time the cats come out. Wonderful. All right. So I'm going to yeah, go ahead and gonna, maximize we're gonna, this. We're going to cover the concept of testing in detail. Yes. STD so, testing especially. All right. That, that's next week. Now, uh, for the purposes of this show, because we're on YouTube and it's got a nice public audience, we are going to keep this one PG-13, gentlemen. Uh, so hence the name for frame tests, congruence tests. They're all cinnamons for the same thing. Yeah. So first things first. Oh, geez. Just like that, we've got 10 viewers. All right. So and also wow. uh, just because we're getting started, let's throw the banners up there really quick. So drop your comments down below. We will get to them in the order they're posted after we get through the uh, the death by PowerPoint. And it's not a long presentation. So just stick around, and we will address those comments in the order that they've occurred. However, if you've got to go, if you can't sit around, you can't wait, uh, a super chat is a good way to skip the line. We'll address those on the fly as they occur. Mm-hmm. And then, as always, hit the like button. Uh, or what's that guy say? Smash that like button. Yeah, it helps out with the YouTube algorithm and promotes the content, and it lets it just gets the word out and lets other people see it, who really could probably use it. And then and uh, jackhammer the subscribe button. Yes, hit that. Yeah, absolutely. Now this is a new one. So we have created a legitimate nonprofit. This nonprofit, this charity, is our little niche of the internet that we are building out a fraternal organization that is both a hybrid between a fraternity that you will see at college campuses or thereabouts and a fraternal order similar to the lodge system that you might have been you may have heard of with uh, uh, like Kiwanis clubs or uh, Freemasons so this is a brand new organization and it is going to be uh, growing over the next year as we are trying to build our first fraternity chapter so we need a little bit of financial support from you guys to make that happen. And again, all of the money that we get from YouTube, the podcasting, Amazon affiliate marketing. I don't know why I'm not doing this. All the money that we get through this uh, enterprise goes to that through our donation system. So, And then that link right down below, that's that's how you can get to it. So it's bit.ly. Uh, Sigma Iota Phi is the name of the, uh, the organization. So let's get back to the... Uh, information so what is a frame test this is what we're going to talk about so what is a frame test how to pass these tests why women test men and what's not a frame test that's so key i I think that a lot of new guys in particular get uh the, the question pops up why is this girl doing this right this behavior is not a lot of guys don't understand it its behavior is not really kind of kind of trained you know, from the beginning of like, oh, this is this is the whole purpose behind why women do this. So we've laid a lot of that foundation of, you know, why the mechanics of women seek out a high value man or a, an attractive man and what that what that looks for. 
or what they look for in that. And so this is an extension of the practical application of that piece. Yep. All right. Uh, so tests come in many different shapes and sizes. Again, to test your frame or congruence. Um, the three biggies, I think this came from, I don't even know who it came from. It, I, the sources are down below. I'm not going to try and cite every single uh, piece right here. So they're going to test you for dominance, compliance, uh, mental slash emotional fitness, physical fitness, uh, breath top, dominance. They're going to challenge your mental toughness. Toughness. Uh, the compliance checks for boundary enforcement. A uh, good example of this might be you go out to a bar together and she decides she's going to uh, dirty dance and grind on some guy. What do you do? Well, we're going to address that. Mental and emotional fitness tests for social intelligence. It's also a kind of dominance test. And can you be exciting or provide comfort? Uh, again, that's the emotional slash uh, mental fitness. Remember the roller coaster of feels. And then lastly is physical fitness. They might try and shove you. Uh, I've had women try to instigate physically with me in bars just to see if I would just wrap them up and shut them down. Uh, women do some strange stuff. They do. And this goes back to the three pieces of frame that we talked about, the three elements of frame that we talked about last week, which is physical, intelligence, mental, and then uh, emotional. Mm -hmm. And they're going to test for that to see you know, what your what your status is on all those things. Yep. They're going to test your frame. Yep. Yeah, one time I got some chick who I hadn't even talked to yet punched me in the arm as hard as she could. Like, just whomped me. I was pretty crazy. Hmm. It happens. So, oh, I, I can't hear James at all, by the way. Oh, really? Sadly. James, yeah. what's, uh, what's going on there, brother? Wait, what do you mean? Uh, it might be because you are muted. How about now? Can you... Oh... You goofball! Right. You muted. You muted yourself. Now you can't hear anybody. What? Right. Hmm. So it's technical difficulties. We're not quite there yet. All right. Anyways, moving on. Oh, okay. Uh, so why do tests occur? So all tests. This is actually Mike's contribution right here. All tests are congruence tests. All tests are a rapport break. Now, for those that don't remember, if you or if you skip the episode, please go back and watch that after this. A rapport break is a way to, well, it's break rapport. When do you break rapport? You're supposed to do it once you've built some uh, comfort together. And then you break rapport. It, this is actually another term for this, okay? It's called flirting. Shit tests, meh. frame tests are women's way of flirting with men. And a lot of guys don't get this. So right here, women who are not interested usually do not test. And I said this earlier in the pre-show. The opposite of love isn't hate, it's indifference. If they are not testing you, they don't care. You're indifferent, you're invisible to them. If they're testing you, it means that you've gotten onto their radar and they have, at some level, some degree of interest in you, and they're testing to see, what do you got? Show me what you got. This is it's At that point, it's your game to lose. If you're getting tested, you got your foot in the door. You just don't realize it yet. All right? Yeah, I don't. I just don't want to confuse this with an indicator of interest, right? Just because somebody's shit testing you doesn't necessarily mean they're interested. It means they're potentially interested. If you're getting IOIs and shit tests, that's a great sign. But if some if some woman that you really haven't talked to that much is shit testing you, like that's she is immediately trying to put her guard up, right, and to see if you can get past that. Yep. Uh, see, frame tests are often again women's way of flirting. 
and I've said it before, women have bad game. And we, we talked about this in the previous episodes where guys, before you can be busting on them and flirting, they've got to be comfortable with your presence. A lot of women skip that step and they just go immediately hard on you and, and not hard in a good way. And now it just got totally quiet. Are you guys, uh, you all in? Can you hear me? Here, yeah. All right. It just got quiet for some reason. James, are, are you there? Everything's good. Yep. Uh, now you're, I can just, hear you. you're just talking. Perfect. Now I hear a lot of background noise on James. Anyways, moving on. So, yeah, women generally have really bad game when it comes to that. They skip steps sometimes, a lot of times. And for guys, it would get us blown out. Okay. They would just, no, nope, next. Bad social intelligence. Women are the choosers in that sense early on in the interaction. So maybe they don't know. Maybe they do know they're doing it. And they're just being difficult on purpose. A lot of times when they test, they don't even know they're doing it. And I can't tell you how many times where, you know, growing up, a girl would do this sort of thing. And we didn't have a word for it back in the 90s, uh, which we do now, thankfully. But the concept was there. We're like, why did I say that? I like the guy. Why did I tell him I had a boyfriend? The boyfriend objection. It was a test, a frame test to see if the guy had the gumption to kind of push forward a little bit against that barrier, that wall to see, you know, is it real? Is it legit? What's going on here? And the guy's like, okay, well, she's got a boyfriend. Bye. And then that was that. In reality, she's like, she's blaming herself because she realized she screwed up. So anyways, moving on. Uh, let's see here. Psychological games. This is uh, frame probing, wordplay. This is what most people think of when they th- when, when they think of this subject. The games people play. And games are supposed to be fun. So testing yeah. for mental stability, congruency, and strength of character. Strength of character is a huge factor in all of this. I don't think we really gave that enough uh, attention. Mike, you were going to uh, address this? Yeah, it's, we, we talked about it a little bit a little bit last week in terms of frame, right? Which is the, the three big pieces of those and exactly what kind of women are looking for. Women, you know, want to, want to understand that, that you're going to be able to either, you know, provide resources, protect them, just that, that low level evolutionary biology and programming that's, that's there. All the things that you would, you would think of that are, that we consider like really masculine or really alpha classically, you know, um, and not the not the kind of modern definition that that most you know beta guys get confused with. So those typical things, right? Like Joe has said this before: a woman can see if you are strong, right? She can see if you're a guy with muscles that works out, you know, has been working out for years. If you're an athlete, she can see that, but she can't really go up to you and say, "Hey, how's your ego?" or "How's your you know emotional stability?" Because most guys would be like, "Oh, my emotional stability is great. I'm the most stable guy." ever right i don't have <laughs> any history of the world yeah like i whatever they're just gonna say whatever they want you know whatever they they think they want to hear women can't just come up and ask you that so what do they have to do they have to tease you right yeah i mean this kind of falls into like how everybody should test everybody i mean oh, totally i mean you most of the shit tests that i have passed go come from other guys especially in the gym so, I mean, it's like it, everyone wants to test everybody to make sure that they're the uh, character, like, you know, classically survival based group tactics so that you're not a bitch and you won't bitch out when the shit hits the fan. I think it's that, but I think it's also like this. It's these can be status checks, right? Like, do you have a decent lifestyle? Are you a cool person to get to know? So if a guy's shit testing you 
and you laugh about it and you joke and you guys, you know, have this kind of rapport that you set up, then like, hey, that's a guy I want to go out and hang out with or have a beer with, you know? Like, yeah, when you guys do friend. it, yeah, it, they're, yeah, it, it, it is. It's that challenge to see is this guy, you know, you're feeling each other out. Just kind of, it's just this playful busting in a sense where you're, yeah, you're just kind of, it's that jock. It, it's frame, uh, a battle of wills in a sense as well. The, uh, we talked about frame control last it, week. It can be frame competition, but when there's, be. when there's no ego involved and the, your ego is in check, it, what's really interesting about that is it becomes just a bonding mechanism, right? Because yes. yes, guys absolutely. that get it, guys that get it just accept it and they laugh and they tease back and do that stuff. But guys that have an ego or just get really butthurt or really like a lot of insecurity. Or a very low social intelligence. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Like a lot yeah. of insecurity. Maybe they're just they, – they are on the autism spectrum, and I mean that literally – yeah. And they just they don't they don't get the nuance and the, the social cues. So guys like that, you know, it's like, oh, okay, oh. You, you're not. It's almost like yeah. you're not speaking my language. Does that make sense? All right. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else on this slide? Yeah, absolutely. So testing for mental stability. Yes, manifest as insecure questions, aka report quit, report breaks. Do you always talk to people like that? These insecure, insincere questions are what I was talking about with the the typical. They almost come across as curt. They're questions that you would normally not ask people if you don't know them well. Uh, and it's almost dismissive in a lot of cases. I'm thinking more towards like bar game clubs where you don't know them and they're just they're right up front. They put the walls up and you got to bust through. You got to bring your A game. You got to be able to handle this this barrier in a sense and just kind of you got to play the game. So any other comments on this last piece right here before we move on? Move on. Alrighty. Bow, 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 bow. All <laughs> right. Bringing up a new little feature here. Bro tip of the week. So we've talked about this in the past. Sausage to success, a.k.a. running the gauntlet. The link is down below in the description. And in that video, I will just summarize it right here. We've talked about this before. So, if you are out with the boys and you want, oh, hey, plumber, thank you. Uh, oh, you're out plumber. with the guys. You're in a bar. You're in a club. What you can do is, let me throw this up here. Bing. The plumber's making me feel like a hot e-girl. There you mm. go. We're, we're the ethos. Or at least of the, uh, Mike. Yeah. yeah. Bam. Yeah. Mm. That's it. All right. So <laughs> let's just go through the other uh, bro tip really quick here, and we will move on. Running All the right? gauntlet. Let's talk about running the gauntlet. running the gauntlet is. So running gauntlet is a really cool way. It's fun as hell to build status and raise your social proof. And all you do is you guys take turns. If you've got a couple of friends, a couple of wings, and you're going to bring a girl out, you have your friends go out ahead of you. You let them know where you're going to be. And then they take turns coming up to you and saying, Hey, Joe, Hey, Mike, it's great to meet you. I didn't know you were going to be here. Great to see you. And they're, they're just excited to see you. You BS for a minute. They peel off. Another minute or two later, another friend comes in and he does the same exact thing. And you repeat this through your friend group, all boosting up this one, the, the one guy whose turn it is to run the gauntlet to sausage to success. And if you do this right, I can guarantee you <laughs> his social proof is going to be sky high to the point that the woman's wondering, who the hell are you? And not yeah. like, is this guy a serial killer? Like, holy shit, I landed a celebrity. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really fun. Link in the description. Go check it out. And this is this is what you should be doing for your friends naturally. If your friend is bringing yep. their you know prospective girlfriend or girl that she's been dating for a little bit, or girl that he's been dating for a little bit to the bar, 
and you are you know meeting her for the first time you should be complimenting him you should be building him up it doesn't hurt you to do that indeed and david thank you very much as well all right uh you guys have questions any questions no? all right moving on i don't have any questions <laughs> make sure i didn't skip ahead here we go frame test so this is where we're going to start discussing how so we've already talked about what they are why they occur now we're going to kind of dive into what to do and you cannot see me because i have the wrong screen up damn it so yeah we talked about what shit tests are we've defined why women do them sometimes without even realizing it sometimes they regret when they do it now we're going to address how to react when you receive one all right so Really quick summary right here. Agree and amplify to, to absurdity. Change the subject. Uh, ignore her test completely. The pressure flip. The nuclear option. Command respect. Fogging. Broken record. And negative inquiry. Uh, let's see. So agree and amplify to absurdity. Now I'll make this full screen because this is a little bit harder to read. So I really like this one. So whenever they say something and it's, it's, it's that negative kind of commentation, you just agree and you amplify whatever they said to just an absolute ridiculous level. They know your plan. You know that they know your plan. Everybody's having a good time. Again, it gets back to flirting. You're responding to their rapport break with what really is a rapport break of your own. And you're having fun. Again, the roller coaster of feels. This is really my, my favorite one because it really tracks to cocky, funny, cocky comedy, uh, PUA, David D'Angelo from way back. And it's legit. It was something that I was doing naturally anyways, to, almost to a fault, but, but not, not a, yeah, enough about me. How about you? It's non-reactionary. It's really powerful stuff that you're not going to get frazzled by their test. You're going to have fun with it and you're going to go on a journey together as you kind of role play this ridiculous uh, situation out in real time. Changing the subject and tone again, or changing the subject and ignoring them. That's mm -hmm. self-explanatory. You just, yeah. Laugh ignore. and smile. Yep. Laugh and smile. Pressure flip. This is one I kind of, I, I think I actually came up with this years ago. So if you're not, not you're going to take credit for it anyway. Like, I, <laughs> why not? <laughs> why not? I, if somebody else originated this before Oh nine, let me know. But this is when I came up with this concept or started using it. Mm -hmm. uh, so the pressure flip is where you're not only phased by the test, you flip that sucker around so fast that you put the onus on them. And you got to be quick-witted to make this work. So if a girl asks you, I got the example right there, what kind of car do you drive? If you, oh, shit, I drive a, a little crappy car. Now, it's, now I'm in my head and I'm thinking, what do I tell her? Or do I try and brag? You rattle off whatever POS you're driving and you put the onus back on her. Chevy, how about you? And you, you non-reactive. You answered the question, but in such a, a matter-of-fact, direct way, now she's like, oh, crap, now i got to answer the question. And in a lot of cases, they might stutter. They might actually get hung up on it because they're not expecting this kind of like immediate reversal. It's a little yeah. uh, linguistic uh, uh, jujitsu there you can use on them. I call this kind of hitting the ball back. Like Most people in conversation yeah. just want you to hit the ball back. And if they're asking, like, what do you drive? And you, you drive the most boring of cars. You drive a Toyota Camry. You just say like, oh, I, I drive a Camry. What do you like about cars? Right? Yep. What do you like about, you know, what kind of cars are you into? It's just like literally just hit the ball back. That's it. So, and actually I can remember now when I had the aha moment, just like uh, the concept, what was it, of um, 
I just went blank. It was the uh, the other concept, the, the the door and the. Oh my god! I just went blank. So, anyways, uh, singles. Back was it singles. <laughs> what right. would John Favreau? Not singles. It was the swingers. Swingers. That's it. <laughs> they had this whole scene where John Favreau is trying yeah. to explain. He's talking to the girl. She's hot, and she asks him, "What car do you drive?" Yeah. That's where this came from in yeah, 1994, yeah, yeah, yeah. 1995. That's right. That's right. So, so that's why I take ownership of this one, damn it. Because that's that's about <laughs> when I, I came up with it. It was like 99. We were watching it again at the dorms. I'm like, this is like, just just answer it. Just get, go past it. Yeah, just blow right so, past it. It's not important. Yeah. So and uh, the other concept I was thinking of was branch swinging. That also came from a movie from like the late 80s, early 90s. We kept seeing the comment. We keep seeing this this observation. And I'm like, but that's what he was just saying. It's just they women are like monkeys. They swing from tree to tree. They don't let go of one branch. They got a firm grip on the next. That's the that was how the concept of branch swinging was born. I stole it from a movie in, years ago, like over a decade ago. But getting back to frame testing, yeah. So pressure flip, awesome way to handle it. Flipping the script, kind of the same thing. You know, it's just it's all it is. It's hitting the ball back to him. I like that. Fogging. This one is actually a. Uh, I did not expect this one. This this is all you, Mike. Yeah. So these three are, and and I'll be honest with you, these are really tailor made for if you are not just meeting a woman for the first time, if you're an LTR, um, or if you're married, if you're you know from the MRP side. So these three are from when I say no, I feel guilty, and this is what we talk about when we say how not to get manipulated one on one. It's just assertiveness stuff, which is essentially you know you want if you want to fog, it's a little bit of. You're kind of ignoring it. You're changing the subject. But what you're doing is you're just kind of acknowledging that they're saying something or you're acknowledging like, hey, you know, I, I can I can see why you feel that way. Or I can see I can understand, you know, the circumstances that would have led to how you feeling that way. Or, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe it's it's possible that, you know, you're just accepting the possibility that there's some truth there. What it allows you to do is just you're saying, hey, I, I hear you. I understand what you're saying. I don't know that I accept all the criticism. And allows you to just remain your own judge. Um, broken record. I think this one is useful in a lot of situations, even if you just met a woman, right? If uh, I, I think I gave the example a couple weeks ago about I was at a work function and some young woman came up to me and was like, "Hey, uh, I want to sit there. Can you know you should you should definitely get up and let me sit in that seat. Like I'd like that seat." And I was like, "No, I, I'm I, I'm not getting up." And and this is a situation where it's you're not in a relationship. It's obviously a, a first time interaction, but you can just say like I'm 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 sitting. No thanks. And you can just say it over and over and over and let them get all hopped up on whatever it is that they they want to get frustrated about. But you can broken record it to death and just repeat over and over. No thanks. I'm sitting. That overlaps with um, yeah uh, compliance testing. It yeah, that does. chick wanted to bone you so hard. It's it's it was a, it's kind of like in the work sphere. So I I don't know that that's necessarily true, but it's I mean, true. Don't it's, poop it's true. It doesn't, no, it doesn't I'm matter. Nothing do it, but it is true. No, I mean, I'm, mar- I'm married and I'm married and you don't want to you don't want to dip your pen in the company ink. So it doesn't matter for me. That's but it. yeah, if you're a guy and a woman comes up to you like that, according to James, right? She's she's into you. That's this is for life. teaching. This is this isn't about you, Mike. I don't care it's about not. you. Yeah. You know well, now I will say this. Whenever you are out in a social uh, setting and there's a bajillion people that people can talk to, uh, logistics, the whole nine yards, it goes back to proximity. If they chose you to address, there's a possibility of interest. So assume the sale, okay? Just assume that they're talking to you because they're interested. If you do this, you're going to be way better off in the long run. Maybe she is, maybe she isn't. More often than not, they are talking to you because they were interested. 
So it's the same reason when the same thing, when you go to a bar or a club, you're going to be with your friends, hanging out wherever there's the entire venue. Okay. The whole place could be empty and they're going to park their butts within 10 feet of you for about 60 seconds. Usually the girl that has her back to you was the group was the leader of their group who you know, called, okay, all halt. They stop, they post up, they give you 60 seconds to approach, and then they move on. It's the same kind of concept. If she could have asked anybody in the bar what time it is, or if she can use that chair, or blah, blah, blah. Nine times out of ten, it's because she was interested in you. And guys just don't read these things. So assume the sale. Assume the, assume the interest, at least. Right. And especially when she walks up to you and blows, tries to bomb you with a pretty wild shit test after never talking to you before. I mean, oh, yeah. that's pretty much that, that's like goes beyond assuming the sale. That's like sold, that, signed, yeah. you know, delivered. Yeah, you just and, gotta, you just got to sign on the dotted line. Let's go. Baby. Like I said, the game is yours to lose. All you got to do is just show great. some social intelligence and, you know, hit the ball back to him. That's great. All right. We got, I think, but one Mike's more married. Slide? Yeah, no, it doesn't. It All doesn't right. matter for me. Um, and then negative oh. inquiry. I'm not going to do it justice, but go read when I say no, I feel guilty. If you're in a relationship, negative inquiry is super helpful because what you're doing is you're, you're just kind of entertaining their criticism uh, and meaning, meaning like you're, you're literally just listening to them and you are you are kind of asking pointed questions to get to what they want. Like you didn't go you didn't pick up the milk on the way home from work. And it's like, OK, are you are you upset because I didn't get the milk or are you upset because you feel like I'm not listening to you and, and I don't care about what you say? You that, make that, them that's, rationalize. That's their, what I say. Yeah, their disagreement. And, and if yeah. you and if they are rational and they stay on point, and then you can you can actually you know con- convey some meaning back and forth. And if not, and if they do the Bill Burr thing, which is just like, oh well, you're a premature ejaculator, and da da da. Like it's if they <laughs> if they just start going off point and and you know just start nagging at you, you can kind of you know you can do the other the other things like just ignore them and use mastery, just nuke whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if there if there's something to that, if there's actually a legitimate criticism there, you know, negative inquiry is going to help you differentiate the BS from what's the the real problem. Now, kind of the, to piggyback on that comment, this is something I came up with. I kind of stumbled into a long time ago because I was in a relationship with a, uh, a BPD, and it, it was a nightmare. Oof. What ended up happening was I developed this just through trial and error, and it was uh, simply put cat missed my camera simply put is the uh how would you feel if dot 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 it's a pressure flip so whenever they come at you with this whole nagging kind of thing and it, you're you're getting this negativity from them mm-hmm. you just flip it back around how would you feel if when you got home from the store i immediately got on your case about milk and then you make them rationalize how they would feel you're getting into the what we talked about earlier on in the in the, uh, the series you're using emotive language and you're connecting on an emotional level. Once you can get them to communicate with you on an emotional level, you're going to find that you're going to cut right through all of the verbal BS very, very quickly. And you're going to get to the root of the problem in a, in a much more concise manner, but you've got to tap into them emotionally in that sense. Because like I said before, women talk are, are way more emotionally clued in than guys are. Yeah. So if you can start to elicit and get on the same page, I hate to talk about that book. It was the uh, the five love languages. It kind of tracks to that in an ask, in a sense. So what she's talking about when she's nagging may not be the same language you're using. So you kind of got to get on the same page. That's all you, it is. To, that's all you know is how to much it. I hate the love languages. Um, but but no, you're <laughs> right. There's there's a way to actually 
there's a way to actually um, turn this stuff around and use it to your advantage, which is really what is what passing a shit test is. So I, I want to make a quick point here about you know these strategies and, and how we kind of implement them. The whole key, I, I, I mean, maybe we can talk about it a little bit later in the presentation, but the whole key to passing a, a, a frame test is essentially, did I remain in my frame? It's not necessarily, did I get, it's sort of, did I get the result I want? But if you're only taking a results view, then you're probably missing half the picture, which is, you know, did I, essentially all of these have to do with you staying in your frame and just not getting rattled by them. Every single one of these strategies involves you not getting rattled, just staying in your frame. All right. Uh, something that I uh, something that I thought of, we were talking about uh, manipulation earlier. A really good way, some way, a way that I found at least that really works for me personally is when uh, to prevent women from manipulating you or trying to manipulate you or bullshit you or whatever, like trying to trick you in any way. Yeah, you just you call it out uh, specifically, uh, not what's the word? What uh, covert? Not covertly. You, overtly. Uh, overtly, right, right. There you go. You overtly call it out every single time it happens, and eventually it just like it just stops. Like I, I'll just say like, don't try to bull. Like she'll say something that's complete bullshit, and I'll just be like, don't, don't bullshit me. Like every single thing, like every single time it happens, and like mm -hmm. it, you know, it works because I can identify it every single time. So if you can like, if you feel that you want to try that, uh, kind of, yeah, you're kind of skipping ahead. Uh, you'll you'll see what you're talking about. We address in just a moment. No, absolutely. This is the, you know what? Let's go ahead and just do it. Yeah. This is commanding respect. That's all it is. You call out a negative behavior immediately and you just nip it in the bud. Sometimes you just got to, you just got to call it, you know, call them out and, and, and just handle business. Well, so, James, James point is a little bit different. So there's there's outright disrespect, but there's also just literal nonsense, right? So just calling right. BS on, on absolute nonsense. Sometimes they're disrespecting you. Sometimes they're not, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. I mean, I agree that you should nip, um, yeah, nip disrespect in the bud for sure. Oh yeah. But I'm just talking about just like kind of the way that women like to communicate. If you can sort of clip that off, so it's not as exhausting trying to figure out if she's bullshitting <laughs> you all the time. Uh, if you just like every time it's easy to see, you just like be like uh, you know don't bullshit me. Uh, gotcha. Just generally, it's like yeah. it keeps it just like it's nice. If she says things like. If but she says nice. things like, I'll give you an example. If she says things like, oh, all my exes are crazy. It's like, no, you're you're the crazy one. <laughs> Everybody else, don't bullshit me. You're the crazy one. And if you can say that to a woman and stay in your frame, then you got it made, you guys. Yeah. That's some uh, it is written kind of quality game right there. I've all done right, that so, yeah. <laughs> It's tough. Not a, guy, not a lot of guys have the gumption or the frame to make that work. Uh, they're going to end up uh, – and you know what happens. They end up deering. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah. Get to avoid oh, yeah. that. We've all done it. Yeah. Yes, we have. All right. Nuclear option. Now, this man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. If you go the <laughs> nuclear option, all right, you've got to be prepared for the fallout. You mess with the bull, you're going to get the horns. All right. So, the nuclear option is when you destroy their self worth. It says right here, you basically disqualify them as a sexual. Uh, object being whatever you want to call it you're saying you are not worthy as a uh, as a, a sexual partner mm -hmm. that's probably the harshest rejection a woman can get go back to the old videos we talked about before 
so much of a woman's personality or, or, or ego is wrapped up in being sexually attractive. It goes, it starts early on with these teen magazines, Cosmo, all the, these, these checkout magazine, uh, checkout store or grocery store magazines at checkout. It's all the same crap. Look sexy, do this, do this. It's all about being attractive. If you go in and you say you are not attractive, not only not to me, but to anybody in some way, shape or form, if that's the subtext you're conveying, dude, you're going to wreck her life. You're not going to yeah. ru- ruin her for night. She's going to go home and like, just be messed up. You're, that's very, very, it's not cool, but sometimes you got to defend yourself. So here's going to get into this. Here's I, a lot of guys are confused about what the nuclear option exactly is. So I'd like to clarify this for a second. Right. The, the, the last or uh, third to last bullet there, nu- you are nuking their ego. You are literally attacking their ego. And if you feel uncomfortable about it, let me tell you where we got this strategy, boys. We got it from women. Okay. Mm. How many, how many of the guys on this stream that have been in a, or watching the video as it's posted later have been in a long-term relationship with a girlfriend and they had that woman completely attack their ego and just destroy their self-image and make them feel terrible for literally whatever reason. Um, that's where we got this strategy, guys. And there are reasons to do it. If a woman is absolutely trying to emasculate you, and I don't want to skip ahead to the last bullet, but there are there are extreme situations that re- require you to respond with just like, you know what? F that. Let me just go to town on your ego. And. That being said, usually if you're getting to the point where you need to use the nuclear option, it's because you screwed up earlier on in the inter- interaction. Nine times, I wouldn't, I don't know, nine times out of 10, but often, not a always, lot of the time. but often. Yeah. A lot of the time. Yeah. A lot of times you messed up. Yeah. Uh, so it gets, yeah, getting to that last bullet here. So it's reserved for only when they are truly being terrible people to you. There's no redeeming qualities here. You go for it. And like I said before, if you do, be ready for the fallout. And I'm talking, you might, they might get physical. They might be throwing drinks. They might oh, be yeah. out there keying your car. If it's a girlfriend, who knows? This is when you have your drink thrown in your face. and yeah. Or you end up with a bunny boiler situation. That, that's a whole other scope. But what I've is seen, a bunny boiler situation? You've never seen that's Fatal Attraction? Game. Oh, 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 Fatal Attraction. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Got <sighs> yeah. <It goes> way <laughs> back. I'm dating yeah. myself. All right. Yep. So and yeah, and you do it because you've got to protect your uh, your reputation. Law five, forty eight laws of power. Your reputation is, yeah, maintain it, guard with your life. All right. Let's see here, and we'll do a quick. Uh, I think we already did it. So yeah, if you guys like this kind of content, please hit the like button down below. Helps out with the YouTube algorithm. Smash that like button. Really, yeah, just yeah. No, really, uh, post. Really get in there on that thing. <laughs> get yeah. in. There. Just go to town on that like button. But no, literally, like it's it does help the algorithm. We want to get the message out, but also you'll get notified of the the, the next video. That's always helpful. Uh, there's going to be a lot more videos than just RPU in the future. You know, we want to expand to some other stuff um, coming up here soon. So definitely, you know, keep track of that. I would highly recommend, you know, consider becoming a Patreon. If you are watching this stream every week, you should be on the Patreon because we we're putting out a lot of good content that way. Um, and lastly, you know, go through the stuff in the description. You know, go through the videos, maybe consider getting on the Discord and chatting with other guys that are going through, you know, running game or trying to manage their, you know, girlfriend problems or their life problems or their weightlifting problems or whatever it is. Yeah, we've got mentors across the spectrum of our community. It everything, finance, business, entrepreneurship, fitness, game, 
what don't we have? I think we got it all. I mean, dude, it's we got an entire style. Dude, it's awesome. It's cooking. great. Yeah. Cooking, yeah, it's true. Yeah, we haven't really we're we're starting yeah. to we're starting to get some uncharted territory and stuff like that. Um, yep. but it's really fun the way it's coming together. But that's there's the little, you know, commercial break. Yeah, I mean, it's literally if you're you're stupid if you're not doing it. I'm not afraid to say that because I'm literally like all of the experience that I've gained hard work over the years. I'm just giving out for free on this subreddit. I don't know why. Or on this Discord. On the, uh, so Discord. on the Discord. <laughs> Discord. Not just, not just James. A lot of guys. And not yeah. just me. So, and for those that don't know, we do have a private Discord. Anybody can participate. It. You don't have to pay. Mm-hmm. But for those that do, we have a a lot more to the server that we unlock that you get access to five bucks a month. If you're doing a recurring uh, donation or a premium uh, supporter on Patreon, either way you get the, uh, you get the unlock. The and premium you get stuff, yeah. So, and we also do uh, watch parties and we do recordings. We make commentary tracks and you get audio access or you get early access to those as a supporter. So, and then all you also do, random coaching we also do private coaching none of this costs it's just the five bucks a month to support us that's it that's mm-hmm. yeah and again this is all going to the nonprofit. all right we're not making any money out of this this is all for the nonprofit. so eventually we can anyways go watch the video we did we already talked about it yeah we still Moving haven't really comments. made any money yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i that think we're still true. negative but that's all right uh, i think we just crossed into the positive because we had a good month on Amazon affiliate marketing, that's the only reason why. Sweet. So, yeah. Ah, cat, stop it. All right. So, moving on, commanding respect. We started to talk about this. I'm going to full screen this sucker because this is an important one. All right. This is especially important for the kind of testing where they're being an annoyance and generally disrespectful. This is where they're trending towards bad girlfriend or bad wife territory, and you've got a pre, you're disqualifying the objective or the objection. You're trying to course correct the relationship. And you can do this. You absolutely can do this by being by being honest and upfront that you do not like whatever they're doing. You, you call them out on it. You correct it. Done. You move on. You don't dwell on it. You don't do like what a lot of women do. Ten years ago, you said this at that party. No, you don't do that. You don't bring this crap up once it's been addressed. All right? Uh, anybody else have comments on this? Again, you be firm. And I, I like this, this concept, because it actually adds a bit of a playful vibe to it where you treat her like the dad addressing the daughter who's being disrespectful. It's like, uh-uh, you know, you, you, you got to have that vibe. You don't get angry. You don't get mean. You're just almost aloof in a sense, but you address the issue. You've got to address the issue and you've got to stand up for yourself. Again, it goes back to frame. All right. Uh, see, yeah, it is a type of pressure flip. Mm-hmm. You guys have anything else? Because we kind of jumped ahead a little bit earlier. Uh, no, I said what I had to say about this. I mean, I right. guess. Yeah, we're good. All right, moving on. And this is coming up. This is actually the last slide. Mm-hmm. So hard frame enforcement. This should be your ideal option for anybody you want a sexual relationship with. Hard yep. frame enforcement. Can you? This is a, a mic, mic edition. Yep. This is a slide that I wrote. So there's a difference here between um, the hard frame enforcement and soft frame enforcement. And I've talked about this with a lot of guys on the Discord. Um, when you talk about, you know, outside of women, right, that you're trying to, you know, game or get in a relationship with, uh, you know, people are going to test your frame. 
there it's inevitable like your yeah. your boss your family your friends like everybody's going to test your frame at some point and so when you consider you know jack 10 of hearts over on mrp oh thanks david Oliveira for the contribution um over on mrp jack 10 of hearts was a guy that wrote a ton of great stuff and he has this interesting saying about people will be more likely to step into your frame if you don't present it as a steel cage of submission uh and that's uh, i think a really cogent kind of approach to um when when you are when you are I, I hate to use this term of projecting frame but essentially when you are interacting with anybody else and and they're they're testing your frame and you're trying to remain in your frame there there's a way to actually do that and not be uh super black and white about like hey i'm you know what i'm done i'm out of this interaction i'm gonna go i'm gonna get out of here uh, if you are that black and white of like, I'm not going to tolerate this, a lot of this manifests, you guys have all gone to ask TRP and how many of these posts where a guy asks a question and guys in the comments, like one after another, will just go hard next, bro. Don't tolerate that shit. Fuck that bitch. Get rid of her. Like that's, you, you can't do that. You can't do that in every single situation. You just can't hard next your parents, <laughs> right? Like you go, if you're, if you're a young person that's living with your family, you just can't go tell your mom does, you know piss off down the road so what do you have to do right it's like you have to have some practical options to assert your boundaries without escalating the situation without making it worse for you and there's some ways to do that i call that soft frame enforcement versus just i'm not tolerating this and you can go you know screw yourself so what is soft frame enforcement four different things uh time boxing which is super helpful that's you're setting aside time to do something but i i have talked about the stop go game in conversation before on previous RPUs. What this is, is basically I'm going to do, you're asking me to do something. I'm going to do that. Whatever you want me to do, I'll comply with that, but I'm going to do it on my time. Right. That's like, Hey, can you, can you pick up the milk on your way home from work? Uh, yeah, I can pick up milk, but I am working late. Like I'm going to be working late tonight and I don't have a problem picking it up, but I'm going to get home late. And if, if you need the milk sooner, you're going to have to go get it right to, for the milk example. Um, finding workable compromise or common ground. Look, there's a, a little bit out of scope for uh, RPU, but when you when you have a meeting people in the middle approach, or at least saying, "Hey, can we agree on this? Can we at least be respectful to each other? Can we agree about being respectful to each other in this conversation?" Um, that's a, a a soft frame enforcement. Like, I will proceed if you meet my terms, which is just respecting me and that's uh, it goes to the fourth point here negotiating terms for moving forward uh the third one is communicating your objectives and i have this great this great thing that i always think about when i'm in these crucial conversations which is another great book um, crucial conversations uh, but communicating your objectives is what do you want out of this conversation right if you're having a real intense conversation with your girlfriend or whatever it is your wife or your your you know family friends and things get serious and it's tense. Maybe there's your self-respect is not necessarily in question, but it's it's tense, and maybe there's some conflict. Communicate your objectives. This is what I want out of this conversation. What do you want to get out of this conversation? Hmm. That's the soft frame enforcement. I want something. I want to get closure. I want to get clarity. I want to. I want to. I want to be heard. I want to be understood. I got something to say. Communicate your objectives. Super simple. All right. Well. Uh, let's see here. We have one last thing to do. A little bit of housekeeping. I have been uh, neglecting it this month. So let's go ahead and drink this up. 
July 7th. All right. We have our shout out to our Patreon supporters. Yeah. Some of them are on the stream too, I think. They are. So let's go ahead and just get right to it. Let me go ahead and bring up the July donors. Crow Colt Cowboy, Reese, Koza, Liam, The Lion, Blue Lion, John Diamond, Tublerone, Kieran, Daniel. I'm not going to say your last name in case you don't want to post it out there. John, Mr. Roz, or M-R-A. I don't want to say your last name either. Mars, Major Charisma, Fat, and Inletum. Thank you all for your support. Now, once we get the... Uh, the, the legal lease worked out in terms of donations. If we turn it over to a 503, 501c3 charity, where then those donations become tax deductions to you, uh, I would prefer you guys slide over so you get the benefit if you're going to be a long-term supporter, because why not? Otherwise, if you're comfortable with Patreon, stick to it. If you do want to donate and uh, hit us up on the link down below, then just know that recurring monthly donors of the same amount, $5, $10, whatever, you're all going to get the same benefits as our Patreon premium supporters. So you get full access to the Discord. You get early access to our, uh, our additional content. All of this stuff's included, all right, for our donors as well. So we're just trying to funnel everybody over there because it's a little bit easier uh, for us in terms of housekeeping. But you don't have to do that. If you want to go over to your Patreon, go to Patreon. You know, it, it's, it, yeah, it's your prerogative. But again, all the money that we do collect from Patreon does now go to the, uh, the charity. All right. Do we have any other? And, yep, that is it. That is the end of the slides for tonight. James, any additions? Boom. Uh, no. All right, so we are going to now go to the comments. You thought we were done, but wait, there's more. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go back to the comments. And then don't forget, also, we're going to be over on Discord for the after show. Technically, I'm already in the room. So, yeah, we'll be there uh, shortly. So if you guys have questions about the show, comments, concerns, anything you disagree with or comment or, or, or things to add on that is not in the comments here, come on over to Discord. We'll talk about it. All right. Mm -hmm. And then some of you, we got to talk to you. Because we got to get your, uh, your your mission, your goals, your purpose, how you define yourself. Those are the big questions that we're going to get into tonight. All right. Yeah, what, are, what are you doing to work on this stuff that we're talking about here is what we want to get yeah. at. All right. So uh, I think I already addressed Gilbert's question, usually it's about 45 minutes, which we just what, hit. 45 minutes. Oh, we're an hour solid. Well, we're we two had hours last week. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Questions. We actually got a lot of questions. I like this. A lot of yeah. comments. So, are you guys jackhammering the subscribe button? Hopefully you are. You should be doing that. And hitting the notification bell. Uh, if not, low gains will curse you for five years. I like yes. it. If you haven't been fitness tested, she'll kick you in the nuts. No. Sometimes figuratively, sometimes physically. You haven't been fitness tested until she's kicked you in the nuts is what he's saying. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. I love it. You're not, you're not an alpha until you're being kicked in the nuts, guys. That chick wants to make sure you have hard balls. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, Mark, sorry to hear that. Uh, yeah, come on over. We can dissect it a little bit, maybe give you some tools if uh, to kind of give you a come on over to the Discord for the after yeah, show dude. if you're around. We'll we'll po talk about it. Post in the comments how you flamed out on that one. I want to get to this. This is super important. Yeah. And I jackhammer the like button. Yeah, yeah, hit that like button, post post how you screwed up on passing shit tests. 
All right, so all in the so for the uh, the podcast folks, okay. The plumber speaks. His comment was: All a woman really wants is to know that you can take care of her, that she's going to be, she's going to test your metal before she really needs to see if you're a real deal. Yeah, it's just it's a t- that's what frame tests are. They're in in in, in, in yeah, that's the probably the shortest abbreviation we can, we can give you. Yeah, I I mean I agree with the plumber here, and I don't often disagree with him. But one thing I would add, it's not a disagreement. Yeah, she wants to know if you can take care of her, but she also wants to know: Do you have a strong mission? That's not centered around her. Mm. Right. Yeah. Uh, it it kind of goes back to what mystery used to say way back in the day when, my God, this is 10, 12, 15 years ago, somewhere thereabouts. <laughs> and he gets into the evolutionary psychology of it, or the, the, at least the theory of evolutionary psychology behind it, that in the old caveman days, mm-hmm. if you can't protect her, some other guy's going to either kill her, kill you, kill the babies, take your food. Something bad could happen, so you had to be able to defend her and the baby from the big bad world. If you can't stand up to her, how can she expect you to defend her from what else is out there? Mm-hmm. That's the theory behind it, the hypothesis, I should say. But yeah, the general consensus, I think, is agree, agrees that there's some element of that at play. But as we've just shown, there's a whole lot more to it than that. Uh, let's see here. So the like button is shit testing you. Pass it by clicking that shit. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Plumber, thank you again for the uh, donation. Let's see. Alpha, welcome. I didn't catch you earlier. Do men shit test each other to have an idea of where they themselves lie in the dominance hierarchy relative to each other? Absolutely. We talked totally. about this during the stream. A lot of it is to test and see if a guy is uh, worth on the same page with them as far as uh, socially. If they're on the if, same caliber, same league, uh, you know, game knows game, right? Iron sharpens iron. Guys test to see if somebody's on their level. That's all it is. Yeah, so we I bust mean, on each other because of that. That's what wa- it comes down to. Watch the stream. We shit test each other all the time. I think oh, James yeah. shit tested me twice in this video. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think so. I love you, buddy. I'm not uh, trying to fuck him if that's what people are thinking. <laughs> PG-13. PG-13. Not, not yet. Uh, not yet. On, this, on this also, Alpha, um, men, It's there's a lot of studies that say that men, there that show that men determine, set themselves up into their own dominance hierarchies so that women don't have to. Mm-hmm. Women don't have to pick a dominance hierarchy because men already do it. That's That's one thing that I noticed when I started getting big is that uh, other dudes would just like defer to me. And I thought it was very weird. Like at first, very strange. Like I called, we, uh, we developed this theory called the swole radius. And it's uh, <laughs> the bigger that you were in the gym, the further the radius around you, it was that people would ask you if you're using that equipment. Mm-hmm. So like people would ask mm-hmm. us, like if we're using some piece of machinery, three, maybe four stations away, like obviously we're not using it. We it was very nonplussing. <laughs> I love that. The guys we, across the yeah. room. Hey, bro, you using that? <laughs> yeah, the yeah. whole gym between you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I like that. The uh, the swole. The, what was it again? The swole quotient. Radius. Swole radius. radius. That's you gotta write that down. You gotta claim it, dude. Otherwise, somebody will just walk around five years. Yeah, I invented this. I don't Otherwise, know. Otherwise, yeah. Joe's I'm gonna steal Joe. it. Next yeah. week, he's gonna steal it. I got the swole radius. <laughs> <laughs> I had developed right. this concept. 
All right, yeah. so Flip River. Speaking of hot e-girls, do you guys have OnlyFans we can sub to? No, but we do have a uh, a, a, a Pornhub account. Yeah, yes, it's a Pornhub channel. Yeah. I actually do think Mike should start an OnlyFans of him shirtless working out. Yeah, that's people would, yeah. people would pay for it. Someone out there in the world would pay for it. They would. There's, a, there's an most audience of these, for everything. Most of these guys would pay for nothing, it. Nothing but dudes on that <laughs> OnlyFans. Nothing, nothing but guys on that stream. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right. All right. So Flip River. Yes, Stay Mike tuned. is as we speak. Yeah. Very exclusive. Okay. So here we go. Uh, become a Patreon subscriber and I will send you. Oh, my. Here we go. See, there it is. That's Mike's it. going to send you his workout videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Zode can confirm source and subscriber. Alpha, I think He's got that... pre-access. Yes, yeah. he does. So Alpha 001, I think that men do try to attack insecurities of other men whom they doubt are more alpha and arrange themselves in a hierarchy of their own in their own heads, depending on how the shit test was dealt with. Absolutely 100 percent That's the human condition. We, we absolutely judge each other. Mm-hmm. That's just human nature. Uh whoops. Let's see here. The plumber speaks. Agree and amplify her. What kind of car do you drive? Me? What's a car? <laughs> I love it. I love that so much. It just takes whatever she's asking. Just car. Just, you crumple that up and just throw I it over rode your head. here on my horse. What are you talking about? <laughs> just go straight to absurdity. It's always fun. Yeah, that's why oh, they call it game. It's supposed yep. to be fun. These comments went off the rails tonight. All right, James. Sorry, dude. I don't speak that way. That was the plumber. All right, Daft Drunk. That's a great name. Oh, great name. Yeah. Daft Drunk. James the Comedian, yes. Flip River. All right. James got jokes, man. So the chair story, the chair, chair, (laughs) the chair story reminds me of something I saw two days ago on the beach. A jacked guy was working out with a weighted vest, and an old woman kept yelling at him to put on a mask. (laughs) She just wanted to fuck him. Karen wanted to get down. Oh, the Karen. She was horny. Yeah. So he just kept ignoring her for like 10 minutes, pretending not to see her. Eventually she gave up and left. Sometimes that's just the way you got to do it. Just pretend they don't exist. Just ignore it. Otherwise, if you start addressing the, uh, addressing them, you give power to whatever it is that they're trying to nag you on. Mm -hmm. So just ignore it. So, James, what's up, guys? We have 16 views, but 13 likes. Oh, this is you. Okay. Thank okay, you. James, first of all, can I can I just call myself out here? I actually have on my other screen, my other computer, I'm watching the stream so I can comment, and I haven't mm-hmm. liked it yet, so I'll do that now. Wait, what the fuck? I got to do it. I got to get that I, one man. year good luck. I, know, I, didn't, I, didn't yeah. like the, I didn't like the video. I don't, you know, I don't pay attention. Right. That's fucked but, up, man. There right, it is. Holy shit, we've got 21 thumbs up now. This is... This is it. This is what I live for. Straight to the top, boys. Straight to my veins. Flip, you've got a great little quote there, a little saying. You ask, I smash. Bam. That's right. All right. Alpha. Yes. Yes, James, that is alpha. Okay, Master Duelist. Key Duelisky. All right. Messed up so bad. I want to know what you messed up, dude. Was this the one from before? I think this is a comment on the convert. So I was talking about every guy has had a girlfriend that has – tried ego destruction, tried nuking your ego. And that's where we got the strategy. The nuking, mm. it came from women. And right. I think that's what his comment was about. It messed me up so bad. But if that, if I'm off base, post another comment down there and just be like, Mike, no, you're an idiot. Uh, I meant this. All right. Flip River. Don't know your names. So I'll just use a generic you. 
guy in the red cap. He's talking to me, Mike. Would love to hear you explain at some point why you hate the love languages. <sighs> All right. So the love languages. Here's my main problem with the love languages. Um, I pulled them up in anticipation for this question. And you, when you talk about words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, and quality time, all of that breeds really bad behaviors in terms of attractiveness. It's beta game, big time. If you beta are, bait. Yeah. it's beta bait. Yeah. If you are giving out gifts to women that haven't earned it, right? Like, that's absolutely, you're getting this is the wrong kind of game. Acts of service, you're going out of your way to give them your time and attention, and you're a time hoe. If you're, if acts of service, if you, unless I'm talking about if you are in a serious relationship and she's earned her place and she's earned, right? The, if she's invested in you and put in that effort and she's part of your mission, she's in your frame and it's her birthday and you want to give her a gift, like, fine. Yeah, great. I get that. I'm not saying gifts are bad. And I'm not saying the love languages are useless. What I'm saying is guys read this and they think, oh, words of affirmation. I should just kiss her ass and give her validation. Acts of service. I should do, do whatever she asks. No. Because when it's a compliance test, she will be less attracted to you, right? Yep. So these are all, it's all beta bait other than, I mean, physical touch, right? Which she wants you to, she wants no, you to do Kino. It's Kino. Do that. Yeah. That's totally the only that. one I've ever really found useful and attracted to something that, uh, that I identified with. And I suspect it's something that most guys have, uh, find uh, mm -hmm. tracks to their, their own way of, of with women as well. The physical yeah. touch, the physical acts, that's what I think what a lot of guys key in on. I know I do. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious about that. It's a really interesting uh, uh, concept that I don't think we've really talked about in detail. So, yeah, definitely, if you're watching the show, post down in the comments down below if you are more of like a physical guy or if the other love languages really work for you. I'm going to bet dollars to donuts, most guys, the physical aspects are what they're going to key in on. I hate the love languages so much for that reason. Yeah. Like it's guys that don't have all this underlying understanding. Yeah. will take it and they'll just completely do it wrong. So I, here's my caveat. If you want to read the love languages after you've read and implemented the sidebar, like knock yourself out. But mm -hmm. if you are introduced to the, the love languages yeah. at some point and you read through it, guys, just set that book aside. I don't care if she, if your wife or girlfriend wants you to read it, set that one down go through all the RPU videos, read the sidebar, and then go, you know, come back and go, hey, babe, you know what? I, re I finally read that book. Here's what I got from it, what, or whatever you want to do at that point. Just because, chuck it in the fireplace. <laughs> yeah, I mean, on, honestly, like you probably shouldn't even read it, but um, legit, like all of those are beta bait. And that's, that's just one of the major problems I have with it. Now, sometimes these books are good to understand because you can kind of see where women are coming from. Even though it's full of holes, it's Swiss yeah. cheese. To be clear, I'm not saying don't. I'm not saying don't ever give words of affirmation. I'm not saying don't ever do acts of service or don't ever give her any gifts at all. I'm not saying that they're not, you know, something that oh, can hell be used. Now, to have I'm thinking about like art of war, know your enemy kind of concept. Yeah, yeah. I'm, what I'm yeah. saying is, if you're gonna if you're gonna even consider doing stuff like that, make sure you have a strong frame first. And that way it'll seem special and relevant and meaningful. Well, that's true. A lot of the, uh, the rules of thumbs that we tell guys new to the community, you don't buy gifts. You don't take them. You don't, yeah, you don't, for example, yeah. in a bar, you don't buy them a drink, make them earn it. These rules of thumb, they kind of go by the wayside, just like with these, uh, these love languages, they go by the wayside when you've gone through this full 
holistic self-improvement process. Once you've come full circle and you take off the training wheels, okay, now you can kind of start breaking the rules. You buy the drink because you're going to have fun. You can do different things. You can read through, uh, get, to, get through the BS. You know if they're going to stay or not. You can see in this the case, in the matrix and you've got a strong you, exactly. frame. And, and you yeah. here's the most important thing. If you've gone all through all this stuff and you know what works for you and you know what doesn't, Right. Like if I if if you ignore, you know, 25 percent of what Joe and I told you and but the other stuff works, then, you know, your mental model and you know what works for you. And you can say at that point, you are capable of saying, you know what? Words of affirmation don't really do. They don't really do me a disservice. Like I, I can totally give my girlfriend validation. It's not a problem for me. Great, dude. Like, go do that. Knock yourself out. Yeah. So I think I beat that to death. But <laughs> yeah, I hate the love languages. I, yeah, James even said it. His love language is hating the love languages. That's it. Uh, the plumber speaks at Flip River. Okay, the love languages is blue pill as FK. It's all female thinking, completely opposed to masculinity and getting her sexual best. It's all beta bucks type chore play sex. Mm -hmm. James at the plumber speaks. I think all of the other love languages are a Trojan horse to validate the chore play love language. You guys had a nice conversation here. The plumber speaks at James. Dude, don't try to speak her love language. If you express your love language and you are the alpha in her life, she will love it. My and love language is oral, so yes. that's what I like to use. <laughs> You've got it when she buys your food. That's an interesting uh, way of looking at it. Buying the, it, I don't know if that's a, a metaphor or like buying food. Okay. It's a metaphor for sex. I got gotcha. you. Ah, uh, see, I'm just messing around. Not every moment is teachable. Yeah. Flip. Okay, so those are fair explanations. I feel like it'd be strange slash unhealthy if your girlfriend's love languages weren't quality time plus physical touch. Those are like the cornerstones of relationships. Dude, I, I read you. Mm -hmm. There are some women out there who don't get uh, aroused until they're already having sex. There's a little something for everyone. You know, they're, they're, you gotta yeah. get them going. Yeah. Sometimes. So it's, yeah. Anywho, the plumber speaks at James. Maybe I'm not talking to you specifically. There are many others that will read this interaction in the future. Mm -hmm. And James, well, it makes our interaction weird. We can, yes. we can just skip over the sidebar stuff, the, the yeah. sidebar to the side conversations. Yeah. We don't need to read all this stuff. I'm not reading ahead. I'm just click go. All right. So flip river. Although I've had a girlfriend before who said hers were quality time plus words of affirmation. If you remember, I ended up giving her too much validation because of that. See back. In the, yeah. There's a, there's exactly the example of what I just described. And I didn't read this question in yeah. advance. Yep. Yeah. So, and plumber makes this point. So at flip. Yeah. If you're, if her love language is gifts, she's a gold digger. Dude, go get yourself a sugar baby plumber. It's no big yeah. deal. So, and then David, how do you know if you pass the test? I love this question. Good I love, I love this question. A lot of guys it's, will think yeah. it's up to the woman. Guys, it doesn't matter what she thinks. It doesn't matter. Don't look at her behavior to decide if you pass the test. Right. All she does is write the test. That's it. She doesn't grade the test. And I mean that in a metaphorical university sense. This is Red Pill University. So, um. She writes the test. She writes it, just passes it out to you, and you grade your own test, meaning she wrote it. She didn't know if you were even going to – you don't even have to take the test. You can ignore the test. But if you decide to engage, you go back 
and the way that you know, hey, grade yourself and you figure out, did I remain in my frame? That's the one question you need to ask yourself. So if you're unsure about that, go back and watch last week's episode on frame and start putting that to use. And when you get a shit test in the future, you can say like, hey, did I handle this well? Well, uh, I think this was absolute nonsense. So I dismissed it or I just laughed about it and I didn't take it seriously. Then you pass that test. In general, you'll know if you pass it, if you're having a pleasant conversation and it continues. That's that's just that's just about it. If you get a lot of the kind of the bar style uh, frame tests, if you fail, they're going to leave. Hmm. Their friends are going to come along. Hey, we're going to the bathroom. And she's like, bye. And she will walk away with them. If it's in a relationship, it's going to be probably a continuation of nagging. There's going to be a downward spiral and eventually you guys will break up. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see here. The plumber. How do you know if you've passed the test? You'll know when her panties are on the floor. Of course, that's a plumber answer. Yeah. Boom. It's it's not wrong. Not totally wrong. No, not yeah. at all. So I think that's all of the comments for now. It's uh, just cracked an hour into the show. One last call to action for those uh, likes and subscribes and to head on over to the donation. Link is down in the description. Yep. Uh, or Patreon. Your choice. We're trying to uh, ramp up our conversion ratio just a little bit. Like I said, we're trying to drive funds to the fraternity to get this thing going. All of your support helps. If you can't do a, a monthly thing, that's fine. I think the minimum donation is like five bucks. That's a dude. That, that's a, a meal at ha uh, McDonald's, which you don't need to be eating anyways. Don't be eating McDonald's, guys. Yeah. So yeah, I think that is going to conclude today's show. We are going to head over to Discord for the after show. All right. Right on. So any last uh, and any alibis, last comments, thoughts? Smash the subscribe button. <laughs> Love Jackhammer it. the like button. There you subscribe go. to the Patreon. Subscribe Join to the, the YouTube thing. Join the Discord. Join the Discord. Yeah, the Discord's awesome. You don't even have to pay, dude. Just come on over. We got uh, the Proving Ground. You got the Q&A section. There's a lot of good information. And it, I, I wish people saw how much happens mm -hmm. behind the closed door oh, in the, uh, the wider community because it is amazing. You know what we should so, do? We should do the live Q&A on Discord and record it. And that can be a smaller segment. Interesting. And then throw that up onto uh, YouTube. Throw Let them see YouTube. it. Yep. Yeah. Well, keep it for the Patreons first, and then we'll release it later. Obviously. They always get that weekly. Uh, yeah. But guys, so thank for you for the contributions. Thank you, Plumber. Thank you, David Oliveira. Uh, that, look, this helps get the message out, guys. We're not, you know, we all have day jobs, so we don't need this. We're, we're setting our time aside to do this and we appreciate the, the, the engaging questions. I mean, you know, they get better every week. Yep. And more, I love it. It's a lot of questions. It's awesome. I'm glad we're seeing we're back in track. All right, guys. So with that, head on over to uh, discord. We'll see you there. Bye. Later.